1: Here on the ticket water cooler, thanks for joining us here on a Tuesday, not Wednesday as Rico thinks. But Rico has a lot of thoughts today because he hates the new alternate uniforms, they're dumb. If you haven't seen them, they've been released on uh, if, on you, ha- Husker's Twitter. if you haven't seen
2: them, just look up any Nebraska red jersey and then put blue around the numbers. There you go, <laughs> there's your alternate jersey
1: again. Uh, in, in the deed, the honor, all that the, the inscriptions on Memorial Stadium, it is the yep. 100th year anniversary of Memorial Stadium, so on the white sleeves or in the white stripes. There is an inscription there, so that's kind of cool. That is cool. Yeah. You can't tell from far away. You can't tell. And then they have the 100-year patch, which I think they should wear all year long. I'm not sure if they will. They
2: probably won't. But I think they should wear that all year long. But it's fine because it's dumb. And then a little bit of blue around the numbers. The 100-year patch is cool. The inscription on the sleeves, cool. Again, you can't really tell if you're not actually looking for it. If they would have kept it at that and no blue, would you be okay with it? No, I still think it's done. That's not an alternate. <laughs> it is an alternate. No, that's not. That's just a put... slight alternate. That's not an alternate. I kind of like alternate... slight alternate. And somebody on the text line said, an alternate jersey is something that I can't tell the difference of duo with alternate. No, an alternate jersey is different from your regular jersey. This is your same jersey with a blue outline. This is not an alternate. This is just a slight variation
1: on your jersey. I like how the first time Nebraska did alternate jerseys, they did the most crazy Zane idea of having a big in. Yeah, that was dumb. Everybody hated it. Like, that's too much. That's too much. You, you don't like too little. You don't when like they, too much. So
2: when they did the chrome, it was cool, but they shouldn't have done the names in chrome because yeah. you couldn't read them. <laughs> but the like red with the chrome was cool. Just changed the names to something more visible, and those are really cool jerseys. The black ones, the black shirt ones, mm-hmm.
1: cool. Very cool. Um, they had... Those red, like matte red and half black ones that uh, I thought those were like were kind of weird. Those were
2: weird, like kind of cool, but it, again, it's an alternate. You wear it once and you're just like, all right, cool, whatever. Or like Oregon doesn't have alternate jerseys, they just don't have a home and an away jersey. They just rotate, they jerseys. just have jerseys. They yeah. wore like 12 different combinations of jerseys last year, which means they had a different combination of jersey for every game. They don't have home and away, they just have jerseys, which is cool. Which, I, yeah, that's cool, I guess. For them, it's a brand yeah. thing for it's them. It's what you do. It's yeah. a, that's Oregon. But with Nebraska, you have your home and away, you have your reds, you have your whites alternate switch it up switch it up we're black we're all red we're all white
1: do something different yeah we'll see too and i know that like the mike riley teams liked those all whites uh that one good thing about the icy the, mike IC, riley the icy whites were cool yeah i think well, let's see if matt rule kind of likes the all whites if they go back to that this year i kind of like when they do that um but uh, we're all
2: black like florida's doing
1: yeah uh, see every you and terrell love that all black one from florida it looks like an all black florida uniform exactly about what i've never expect. worn all
2: black before the helmets
1: are black. They don't have they. They wear like yeah. like white or orange. The orange helmet. The orange script gator helmet are that one's, iconic. That one's sick. Yeah, those are nice. That one's awesome. But that, that, they're wearing all
2: black so for the first up. time ever. If Nebraska were all black, I think it'd be cool. If Nebraska, I think you wear all red again. You If you see the recruits coming on their visits and the uniform combinations that they put together to pick, take their pictures, they're cool. And I think that you should integrate that at some point we're all white we're all red we're all black like yeah. do something different and the all red it's like- not gonna hurt it's wearing a different jersey isn't gonna make you win or lose
1: a game that's it does has no effect on the game it's for fun Well, and the theory, too, I mean, the the frustration, I suppose, with, like, when I was growing up, I wanted to wear all reds because I thought it looked cool. I did it in NCAA Mm -hmm. uh, 02 or whatever it was at the time, and it looked cool, uh, but I learned that uh, they lost a few games in the 80s by going all reds, and so they'll never go back doing it. But now that Nebraska loses all their games regardless, they can 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 probably do it. Wear whatever you want. (laughs) You haven't won in the past. Yeah, it's not like you can't blame the uniforms. It's like every other game now.
2: Uh, if, if that's if that's true then we have
1: to go with Oregon and just keep changing your jer- if you lose in this one you can never wear it again. Rob says first ever game at Memorial Stadium who cares what it looks like it's history. They just want some history. You know what that history is? You were being nice to Oklahoma. Yeah. You
2: wore all blue or you wore blue uniforms because Oklahoma didn't bring their uh didn't bring their white jerseys. So they're like, "Hey, can we wear red?" And Nebraska was like, "Sure, we'll wear blue." It's not like, like you we... could, like you couldn't have worn white. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like you wore blue. It's not like we built this stadium here or anything to play this game, Oklahoma. Yeah, and they're like, "Hey, we messed
2: up. We didn't bring the right jerseys. Can we wear the red ones?" And Nebraska's like, "Sure, we have these blue ones that we'll wear that are not a part of our Run color down scheme. The store and get some but blue why ones. Why not?" And look, if you wanna if you wanna honor the history of Nebraska wearing
1: blue jerseys, wear blue jerseys. Hey, now that's too far. Now that's that's too far, there, Rico. What? But it's too far yeah, now. Oh, aware. now it's too far. Yeah, yeah. But back then it wasn't A too far. A little bit of blue, maybe we could now, take. But an now you just want to throw uniform? blue with with
2: red and white. Yeah, because that makes sense.
1: What do you think about <laughs> what do you the you, idea? The American of... flag. What are we doing? <laughs> what do you think about the idea of uh, scheduling it for Northwestern? I, I feel like
2: every alternate Jersey is either Northwestern or <laughs> Illinois. So I, you know, whatever it's, it's, it's Keep that tradition. going.
1: I, I continue to say every year they do it. Now it, they are leaning into, this is probably a win. we got to get it.
2: Yeah. Korean. They're like, we got to win in these alternates so we can never wear them yeah. again. Like you're not going to wear the alternates again.
1: It doesn't matter when you wear them. Well, and it's definitely, it is a for Nebraska thing because you it's know, also, I think it's homecoming that day anyway. Mm-hmm. So well, some, some alternates are like to grab attention or get recruits and, you mm-hmm. know, change the, the look on sports center or whatever. Um, I know the ones that they wore against Buffalo it was because they
2: were playing on 9/11, so yeah. there was the camel ones, and those ones are cool.
1: Those were awesome. I'm just thinking with the the, the strategy that they've gone to is now let's just win in these. Th- no, don't, don't need to get a whole lot of uh, attention <laughs> on it, but it is what it is. It's it's ridiculous.
2: It's fine. Somebody's telling us to move on. On to what? But this is the news <laughs> of the day. Nebraska released episode two of the what is it? All all not, all in or something? Whatever uh-huh. something n. Um, Matt Rule spoke but he didn't say anything groundbreaking he was just talking he talked about Ethan Nation um, possibly getting a spot, you know he's doing well in the return game.
1: Tell you what, let's just do Matt Rule. Yeah, why not? Uh, if they want us, to move if you on, want us to move you know on to the jerseys, you you control the show there. Now uh, there you eight, go, seven nine four. Yeah, you're we'll welcome. Move on. You get your way because you, you texted in. That's in that's, all uh, caps. Very yeah. angry. Yeah, we can't we can't argue with that. Uh, Matt Rule uh, here today talking about Purdy and Harburg, the backup quarterback situation.
3: Yeah, we we can win. We can play and win with Chuba or Heinrich. Um, We get a lot of reps here, and those guys are playing really good football. Chubb has made just massive strides. Um, And I think probably a lot of it just has to, you know, new coaching staff was trying to prove a lot in the spring, and I think he settled down and just played football. So he's uh, been excellent in the passing game. He can really run, and Heinrich's passing ability is really developing, Um, getting through progressions, understanding protections, uh, seeing the field. So I think both guys have had a really good camp. Um, Both guys are – our dual threat quarterbacks, they can both run and throw. They're both four or five guys. So, um, they give us a lot of flexibility. And then, you know, Luke Longville's here with us. Luke, um, we just had a threes live scrimmage at the end of practice and he did a great job. He knows, he knows the system, he knows the scheme. So we have four guys that we feel like, um, can go out and execute for us.
1: That's interesting. And, and he says, you know, that, that with Chubb and Heiner Karberg, that they can win with both those guys. Didn't look like it last year. Didn't necessarily look like it in the spring game. Um, I that, that's the right thing to say, obviously. Yeah, do you're you not going to see you believe it. I mean, hmm. you might be able to game manage a win against, you know, who on this, you know, somebody's not Northwestern or Colorado on the schedule, but it's. I don't know if this is going to be
2: sound rude or sound like a compliment, but it would. I, I feel like they would be more along the lines of like a. Jimmy Garoppolo, type where it's they're not going to win you the game, but they can do enough to not lose you the game. Um, I think they're both very talented. I mean, <laughs> there is video of Heinrich Harburg catching passes today at practice, so that's a thing. Um, but, <laughs> but in terms of, I mean, Jeff Sims is your starter for a reason, is because he gives you the best chance to win. Not saying that they wouldn't give you a chance to win, but they're not starters because they won't give you the best chance to win. Sure, they can help you out and maybe manage the game in a way where maybe you you won't lose it per se but i i don't know if i still have that kind of i don't know if i have that kind of confidence where it's like oh sims is hurt throw in chubb pretty it'll be just fine we'll hold this lead or we'll 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 get a bigger lead I might feel a little bit better about it just cuz it's a different coaching staff and maybe they're actually, you know, bringing these guys along so that if you do have to put them in the game, they're able to manage the offense in a way where they're not going to throw, you know, an interception that leads to a pick six or something along those lines. But look, Jeff Sims is a starter for a reason.
1: I didn't
2: Yeah. I not in a rude way. I don't want to see Chuba or Heinrich unless the game is out of hand in the fourth quarter and you're winning by a lot.
1: Well, I I completely agree, and I mean again, it's I think that's a common thought in in Nebraska until we're shown otherwise, because that's what you you saw last year, and and so you know it's it's not a, a complete like you know shot at the backup quarterbacks. You have to be incredibly talented to get. To where they are to be a Division One quarterback, mm-hmm. and and so, it, but I mean, you have to be especially incredibly talented to be a Power Five quarterback that can can orchestrate wins. And you know, this is not a situation where there's a quarterback battle. There was not I suppose, an alternate universe where Casey Thompson sticks around, and then you'd have supreme confidence in your backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I, again, that's a it's a it's the right thing to say. It's it's good to get those guys competing. And I am interested in who's going to be the number two quarterback. I think that is an interesting battle. And I think it's good that you have some options there. Um but, you know, and, and, and you're right, maybe a different coaching staff can kind of bring something different out of Purdy or bring Harburger long enough to uh to the point where they actually can do it. But again, there's also a difference between game managing kinda of like we're saying, it's kinda of the hope is like, yeah, maybe you could orchestrate and uh-huh. eke out a victory. And you know, taking that next step, and and so hopefully one of those guys can can take the next step at some point. And if if you need be, which I think is intriguing, because your whole thought on that will judge how you run Jeff Sims. Do you want do you want to run Jeff Sims on second and seven, you know, three times a game? If those if those things are going to add up, and Matt Rule said he doesn't. He want he's going to use Jeff Sims in the run game. Mm-hmm on a need, uh, kind of a need basis in the red zone on, you know, third and short, something like that. Um, So, you know, I I think it just, it it impacts a lot. Uh, Here's uh, Matt Rule is talking about the red zone offense today. Um, Something that uh, has been a bit of a struggle for some of the Frost teams. Uh, Here's what Rule had to say.
3: Uh, You know, we've had some good moments, some bad moments. Um, Our defense is pretty, our defense is pretty difficult in the red zone with what they allow you to do um, with the way that they play. And, um, you know, I, I've been pleased with the way we've run the ball through the red zone. Uh, our creativity has been pretty good. Um, so, you know, I think we're right where we need to be. I mean, um, you know, I'm always looking for, you know, uh, big receivers, and I think, you know, down in that area. So I think guys like Malachi, Marcus, you know, we're still waiting for Marcus Washington to come back. Uh, he's close. You know, I expect him any day now. But those are those are the kind of guys I think can help you down there. Fedoni can help you down there, some of those guys. So, Um, You know, we want to score touchdowns, not field goals. That's our whole mindset, and I like the way we're proceeding. The quarterbacks get a lot of work down there, and they're they're doing a good job managing that situation down there because it's completely different for a quarterback.
1: Interesting. Interesting, especially to hear we want to score touchdowns, not field goals, because in today's college football, um, a lot of coaches are willing to risk a little bit more to to see if they can get, you know, more points out of the drive. Mm -hmm. I wonder if that's going to be something that, that we see usually with Frost teams, you know, that kind of evolved more so out of necessity because they didn't believe in their kickers at yeah. some point's but
2: well that was the frost mantra coming in the no fear of failure like we're right. going to we're going to go for it because we we don't have we're not scared if we if we don't get this so um not saying that it's going to be the exact same here but wanting to score touchdowns instead of field goals is 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 a good thing plus you do have some solid kickers on your roster um, he did talk about you know taking chances or being more um more aggressive in the red zone and was just talking about how there's levels to it. And he wants to run the ball in first because he thinks it's more demoralizing when a team runs the ball in for a touchdown as opposed to, you know, having a trick play or passing it in there because it's just, you know, smash mouth. We're bigger and stronger than you. We're going to shove you back and get into this end zone. So he did talk about, you know, having levels to the red zone and, you know, not throwing in certain areas of the red zone and kind of keeping the ball up high and not wanting to put it in this place and running the ball in. So um, they've got a plan. It's something that he's very very um focused on is is red zone offense and um again we have to wait for the season to start and for them to get
1: into that situation to see what happens also worth noting though to uh the first name he mentioned there as far as a red zone target freshman malachi coleman as we look to see who's going to play as mm-hmm. freshman this year and he talks fresh, about the freshman that, receivers this. oh well that's a good tease well let's just do that we'll hear more from matt rule uh, specifically on the freshman receivers coming up next year on the ticket ninety 93.7 the ticket we'll be right back